Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo! here with you on a Thursday morning. We are glad you have joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Joel, this, is going to be a, this might be a strange brew night for you. Are they still open this late? Ah, they were the night we got home from Oxford, and that was great. Yeah. yeah that was but that like, was a weekend, though. Yeah, but that was also, you know, school's out, so they might still be open. Maybe so. Might still be open. Need to go check them out. Uh, even if, if not, though, by gum, they'll be open right there in the morning, and uh, they'll be ready for you day or night. And, of course, this holiday season, by all means, shop with them online for the coffee lover in your house. You can get coffee delivered right to your door via their My Shopify page. And, of course, I'll just buy a gift card if you've got a student up here. If you live here in Starkville. Well, take care. And buy yourself a gift card while you're at it. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah. With Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner wants you to deck the halls in maroon and white this holiday season. String by one of their two locations in Jackson. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or they you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. And whatever it is you're looking for, logo wear, T-shirts, baseball caps, Perhaps a pullover or a hoodie for this cold weather that we're having. It's all available right there to you. The best and big, the biggest and best selection of maroon and white merchandise in central Mississippi is at College Corner. Advantage Business Systems is counting down the days to 2021 along with you because they want you to get in touch with them to help make your business and your, this year coming up your most profitable year ever. And they can do that by upgrading the technology in your office, making sure that everything is running at max efficiency, making sure there's no mistakes, no no unwanted errors, no slowdown or bog down of information, everything flowing as it should be. Call Advantage Business Systems today and put fifty year, almost 50 years of experience to work for you. 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com to find out how Advantage Business Systems can help your business do business. We're going to step back from the ledge, folks. Look, there's some negatives to talk about for sure. And you know me. You know my brand. I'm going to talk about them. And I fully expected to arrive at the Super Talk Studios today. I even told you before yeah. we started this show he thought I was gonna, that he was I thought this in. was going to be a polar opposite show where you were... All right, dear old state, if you're listening, I thought Brian was going to be doom and gloom and I was going to be sunshine <laughs> and rainbows is, is where I thought this was headed. But, but apparently, that's not the case. It's not as good as it could have been. But it's it's okay. It's okay. And, and then and the potential is there to be right where you normally are this time of year. You know, I think the the biggest problem today is the gut punch of the two flips. And the thought process of what might have been if they yeah. did not. If it, if we had come into today, if Mississippi State had come into today and Malik Neighbors had been committed to LSU for months and MJ Daniels had been committed to MSU for months and this was the class you Ole signed. Miss. 
What did I say? You said you said it had been committed to state, but you meant Ole Miss. Yeah, okay, yes, it had been committed to Ole Miss for yes. months, and you signed the class that you signed. Plus, you picked up Cannon Boone and Simeon Price. You'd be okay. It's the it's the. What do I always say? Perception. Perception is, is reality. reality. The perception that you got crushed is 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 the reality of it. So let's let's just get the negative stuff out of the way. It hurts to lose Malik Neighbors, good receiver. Really good athlete would have thrived in an air raid offense, but but when LSU calls when the Louisiana calls kid, a Louisiana outside from Dak Prescott, yeah. Emily Neighbors, come play for me at LSU. They're coming. They're coming. Yeah, Dak Prescott and Josh Rob. Well, Josh Robinson didn't have an LSU offer. Uh, Dak Prescott is the exception, not the rule. Uh, you know, a lot of talk today on message boards about just just abandon Louisiana, and I, I wouldn't say do that. Because there's there are players there you can get, but once LSU expresses their interest, it's time to find the backup guy. It's time to have the guy that you're keeping warm at that point. It seems like State did that across the board at some positions, but they weren't they didn't do it with neighbors, and that's that that's the that's the bigger problem. It's not losing neighbors to LSU. It's that you didn't have another guy ready to plug in right there. Well, you know, from a star rating perspective, mm-hmm. the addition of Antonio Harmon replaced that. I would say that Antonio Harmon was Brandon Buckhalter's replacement. I think Harmon was a bit better rated than Buckhalter. He was. But I'm getting to that. We'll okay. get to that in a little bit. But Harm, you were State came into today expecting to get Harmon. They were expect he was as good as on the commitment list. Yes. So you can't really say that he replaced neighbors. Okay. He, he was there to replace Buckhalter. Daniels, sort of the same thing. Now I will say this: got to give some credit where credit is due. When the game gets played like that, Ole Miss played sort of a shell game with Mississippi State. They had you looking at, at McKaylin Pounders and Brandon Buckhalter. The real sleeper cell was MJ Daniels. I believe that. I believe he was always going to Ole Miss at this point, and that he was put in this, in this situation simply to get the signing day flip and embarrass Mississippi State. If that's when, the case, well played. When he posted the uh, recruitment shutdown thing, yeah. I tend to believe you. I tend to think he knew already. I think at that point, he, he was like, I've got him. And and if that's the case, credit to Ole Miss for playing the PR game. <laughs> they they did what they got to do. Um, it's kind of funny that Lane Kiffin has become the Dan Mullen. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 the shoe is totally on the other foot. And yet there's no... But yeah, we're, we're not overreacting to it. Yeah, there's no, like, yeah. nobody's up in arms. Yeah, I haven't written a think, think piece yet about how... You know we've got to stop playing this game in the middle of the, at the end of the year, and if state ever wins again, they got to leave the trophy on the field. And how toxic it is! That think piece is not coming from me anytime soon. I'll go ahead and tell you. <laughs> Let Lane Kiffin. They're they're ahead. They've got the momentum right now. Let them have it. How do you get it back? Win next year. That's all you got to do. Perception is reality. You know that was sort of the, the the talk of MJ Daniels was that you know he felt like that that program was is on a, uh, on an uptick right now. And if that's the case, you know, so be it. I don't believe that was – I don't believe that's wholly the story there. But it's true, though. I mean, right now, Lane Kiffin is sort of running social media. He's a media darling. His team looks like it's on the rise. Mississippi State's 2-7. and seven. I get it. Yeah. But with Daniels, the, again, going back to what we just said, you didn't really have another guy ready to go. You know, and that's a guy who could play corner, which is a position of need for you, now you got to go out and find a guy. And the guys that you could replace him with, just 
sitting here thinking about the guys that may end up joining this class mm-hmm. are not as highly rated as well him. that's what this that's what the problem is now for Mississippi State is that you've got till February to fill out this class and you've got to find guys who fit two requirements are willing to play at Mississippi State and can contribute in the SEC the Venn diagram for that for the players that are left unsigned is small yeah there's not a lot of those guys yeah. now I think state offered one earlier today. A kid from Florida, I think his name was Dante Balfour. He's got offers from most of the SEC. Doesn't seem to be leaning anywhere in particular. So that would be a guy, yeah, if you, you sign him, I'm willing to call it a day. And I will say this, if you sign him and you, with Daniels, I think he's Daniels is more highly rated. But this guy is obviously a decent player. I will give State credit for this. They did sniff out the buck halter and the pounders thing. And I feel bad for pounders but because he got used. But, you know, sometimes... In, Sometimes part of being a man is learning a lesson. You know, you learn who you can trust sometimes. But State sniffed those two out and then upgraded. Buckhalter for, for Harmon, that's a swap State 1. And Pounders for Cannon Boone, that's a swap State 1. So those two things they did well, they, 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 they got caught behind the eight ball on Daniels. We haven't mentioned, it wasn't a flip per se, mm-hmm. but the biggest loss that State lost. Novantic is strong. Yes. And yeah, that's a huge one. It's a flip. He flipped to LSU. Yeah, you can say I, I guess so. Within 24 hours. Um, I mean, what once he I mean, he, he was a day one starter. Yeah, he was. He would have started the first game next year where Earl Thompson is. Now you've got MSU fans on message board saying, well, I think Errol might come back for a sixth. Wouldn't be a sixth year either, would it? Would it be? I guess it would be a sixth. He redshirted, then he played for four years. I think that's right. Yeah. So, I mean, he's that's not happening. That's a, that's a guy who probably has an NFL future. Why would he, why would he spend another year not getting paid? He, he's gone. Those are the negatives. No question about it. You know, you missed out on some some, some key guys. You had those decommitments. And, and more importantly, you missed out on some needs. You needed some help in the secondary. You didn't really get that. You need a couple of defensive ends. You haven't really gotten that. Now let's look at the positives. I'm going to start with the 2014 season. How many NFL guys were on that offense outside of Dak Prescott? And, I, and when I say uh, NFL guys, you don't I mean, mean like Josh Robinson. I'm talking about are playing in Today, the NFL or have had careers in the NFL. Well, Josh Robinson had a had a, 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 a cor- cup of coffee. A cup. Of, I don't want a cup of coffee. I want has made a roster and has played in multiple games, a couple seasons, still active in the NFL. You want to know the answer? I mean, still active. I, I was going to say Fred Brown still active. I don't. I think he's the only one. I, I was going to say like Dylan Day had some practice squad runs. Not counting. That counts. Blaine Clausell not going to count that. Ben Ben Beckwith had an undrafted free agency. Justin Malone. None none of that counts for me. Okay. Dak Prescott's the only one. So when you have an elite quarterback, everything else can be elevated. Mississippi State got an elite quarterback today. Sawyer Robertson is an elite quarterback. He is one of the top quarterbacks in the country. He runs this same offense. There'll be no grace period, no learning curve for him. Highest-rated guy Leach has ever signed, right? I, I don't know if that's the case or not. I, I can believe it if it is. The highest-rated pro-style quarterback in Michigan has ever signed. Uh, he fits the bill. You also should not have the issue next year of talking about your receivers aren't up to snuff because this is a simple offense for receivers to grasp. And you just upgrade it with Knox, Harmon, Moore, um, I'm leaving one off. Um, oh, goodness gracious. What's wrong with me? Rodarius Thomas. Thomas. And yeah. then when you add... Uh, and Price is a receiver, but he'll be a running back. He'll be the running back. 
and then you've got Jaden Wally, you've got Malik Heath, you've got uh, possibly Peyton and Mitchell. Well, I was even talking about them. I'm talking about I'm talking about young guys. Oh, okay. Griffin. You you've got Rufus Harvey. Rufus Harvey. You have got enough guys. Receiver core has been upgraded. Um, you got the state's best defensive overall prospect in John Lewis, who apparently, by all accounts, is a fantastic linebacker. Uh, you got five offensive linemen that sort of fit the bill of what Mike Leach wants to do. And to, to prove that point, look at a guy like Cannon Boone. He's the highest-rated guy in this class for the offensive line. A six foot four, two hundred eighty-pound offensive tackle. But Mason Miller has already said we're going to transition him to center. This is what Leach wants. Tall guys, big, rangy. They've got a lot of reach, that, so those splits aren't an issue for them. State signed offensive linemen like that today. All of them 6'4", or taller. All of them, you know, none of them 325, 330 pounds. You like that. Now, there's still some holes. They need to go out and get a couple more defensive linemen. You only signed one today, Trevon Marshall. You got, you got to upgrade there. Ty Cooper's on the list. Charlton's on there. Charlton is a transfer. We'll, we can count him, sure. And, I mean, he's as good as he's as good as good signing a top-rated JUCO guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could see him coming in and, and yeah. you know, I mean, he'll play a lot, I would think, next year. I think Deshaun Page, here's one thing that I, I sort of get annoyed by reading some, some and, and I'm not to, 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 to crap on our cohorts, but they talk about, well, he's being recruited as a Sam or he's being recruited as a Will. Seriously, at the end of the day, if you're talented, they can plug you into the middle. You'll be all right. Deshaun Page could probably play little middle linebacker. He's 6'2 and 225. Put 10 more pounds on. I mean, how big is Errol? I mean, you, you could put him there. I, 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 I get that Novante Strong was going to start there, but don't tell me they don't have a mic for next year or that it's got to be Nathaniel Watson. It could be. Yeah. It could be somebody else. I mean, there's a little more to line, to to play in the middle than than just the nothing that skills, can be taught but, in an off season. Though. I mean, Errol's one of those guys that from day one as a youngster. I remember Des Harris talking to me when, yeah. whenever Des was here about how smart and this is like freshman oh, like Errol quarterback about how smart he was it's, about how smart yeah. Errol was going to be, and but we've seen that throughout can, his career. But if these guys are smart, they can they can figure it out. I I, I believe that. State needs to sign. Seven guys between now and February. That's going to be a tough road to hoe. Uh, Ty Cooper, if you want to talk about him, I don't believe he'll be at Mississippi State. After today's events, I just have trouble seeing that. I think that's why, though. I mean, just because you... Is it because I'm, you, I'm only 20... Talk about perception being reality. Your mm-hmm. perception right now is if there's a battle, Ole Miss is going to win it. Not only that, though, this kid just... Like a week ago, they said he's down to state in Ole Miss, and now he's talking about releasing a top eight. I think he's pulling the... Uh, oh, who was it last? It was not last year. T.D. Moten, the uh, the Jerome Carvin thing, where state is the fallback. If I don't get a really, if he doesn't get a really solid out of state offer, if Florida or Auburn don't give him an offer, he'll come to Mississippi State. That's where I think he is. And now that signing day is over, he's sort of up there. I think when twenty four seven releases their new rankings, which should be happening soon, he'll get a little bit of a bump. He's going to be like an 87-88 kind of guy. And if that's the case, yeah, those schools are going to say, well, that's that guy's available. We should probably look at him. I, I'll be surprised if he makes it. Deontay Anderson I expect to be in Starkville. I think he's actually already signed. Uh, but they're, they're, they're going to avoid the uh, the announcement because he's supposed to announce at the uh, one of those All-American games. Yeah, January 2nd. I don't know if it's Under Armour. Or, or, it's not actually a game either. It's just, They're just doing a thing, right? I don't know if it's that one, but there's one that's not a game. They're just doing okay. a thing. I don't know if it's that one or okay. maybe there's multiple doing it like yeah, that. Yeah, Either I, way, it's January, it's January January 2nd, 2nd, and it's on NBC, I yeah. think. Jadarius Perkins, 
He'll be the guy that sort of replaces MJ Daniels, but he's only a JUCO guy. But I think he's already sort of in the boat. He's announcing on Christmas Day. As I said on Sports Talk Mississippi, my article on that will be available December 26th. I well, I mean, you could write it December 24th or December 23rd no, no. Uh, uh, and just be, no, 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 be, no, no, be prepared. No, no, no. I will not. I'm not going to. I'm not even going to upload it. <laughs> I don't work on Christmas Day if I don't have to. And I don't have to. Well, I mean, look, I don't know look, about look. I don't know about your stuff, but I can schedule mine to upload, so I don't even have to turn my computer on. I'm not going to fool with that. Okay. I'm just I'll, I'll December 26th. <laughs> yeah. You, look, Mike Leach gets I'm trying fired. to help you. Mike Leach gets fired on Christmas Day. I'll write a story. December 26th. December 25th. Oh, okay. Mike that's Leach it. gets fired. That's it. John Cohen resigns. Mississippi State gets a fifty fifty million dollar athletic gift. Sure, I'll write about those things. Kid commits. You can wait till the 26th. <laughs> Merry Christmas to me. And, uh, and where you're going here, I think, um, I was kind of playing around with some of those class calculators. I, I was as well. And when you throw in Ty Cooper, mm-hmm. if you throw in Anderson, if you throw in Perkins, um, like State would have a, a, a top 25 class right now. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I added C.J. Johnson, the receiver, or the defensive back yeah, out of throw French him camp. In there too. He's not really highly rated right he's now. He's only an 80 right now. Talking to the twenty four seven guys, they expect him to get bumped up to an eighty seven, eighty eight when the when the Man, next that's bump a big comes. jump. Well, I mean, he's I mean, the guy who had no no buzz whatsoever, yeah. And now all of a sudden, he's got offers from a lot of power places, so he's yeah. going to get that kind of bump. Um, and then you know, state will find another guy or two to fill in here and there. So this will end up being probably between twenty five and thirty. I think it's thirty eight right now. I expect it to jump now. And the thing is, a lot of the teams below them are sort of full up. So not everybody's going to elevate themselves. Auburn will. The Auburn's in the 40s right now, but they only have 13 commitments. Yeah. They will elevate quite a bit, I would imagine, especially once they hire a new coach, and especially once Lane Kiffin gets a lot of those guys to flip to Auburn. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> It'll be the funniest thing ever, Joel. If, if he goes to Auburn, correct me if I'm wrong here, if he goes to Auburn, then they have to let all those kids out of their LOI, right, correct. at Ole Miss? And, then and they could go to they Auburn. They could go to Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen. How or not. funny would that be? It'd be really funny. If he had like an Alabama Flipma shirt with like the Mississippi beside what it. What I want him to do is to pull a wrestling move and have the too big Ole Miss shirt on with the too small Auburn shirt underneath. <laughs> and he just takes it off. He's like, oh my God, King, he's in Auburn. He's Auburn. <laughs> Got the new War Eagle order on his shirt. I don't know. Something like that. It's not going to happen. I'm, I'm, we're just, just dreaming out loud right this second. Um, but yes, they could still finish with a top 25 class. Yeah. And I think why everybody's up in arms is because if they had hit on everybody that they thought they were going to get, this could realistically be near a top 20 class. It could, it, yeah, if you if you add Daniels and Neighbors back and Strong, and then you, you pick up Price and Harmon today, and then down the road you pick up Cooper and Johnson and uh, – yeah. It's a top twenty-five class, so it really is sort of like the what might have been. Outside of Robertson, who's the who's the best guy in this class? Uh the first thing that jumped to mind was Teddy Knox. But yeah. um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. He's got I mean, that one thing you can't coach: speed. He's got speed. Yeah, speed to burn. I, I haven't seen Lewis play, but when it comes to hype, that was a. Big. The way he rose up this year is something. Yeah, I mean, again, he's sort of like that Johnson kid. Nobody had heard of this guy last, you know, in August. And then by October, you're like, who is this kid? And then by November, it's like, we've got to get this kid. And so, yeah, you get him in, and get him in there. Jacoby Moore is the guy that a lot of people are really high on. 
that they thought had he been healthy the whole year, he tore his meniscus during the season. Yeah, he had to have surgery. Yeah, he he would have might might have gotten a bigger bump. And then there's Harmon, who's just such an interesting prospect to me. Something tells me that he's got the chip, that he's going to be motivated, but he's got to find a fit because he is not your typical Mike Leach receiver. You know, he's got to have to he's going to have to find a way to make himself work. But I think he'll come in motivated. But I think I have to agree with you that Teddy Knox is probably the most like he's probably the most likely of the high school kids, the most likely day chance to be a day one starter even next year. Could be in the slot next season. Uh, yeah, I guess some of that depends on like does Peyton come back or or something like that. Like I got to be honest with you, I'd rather have the faster guy out there. Well, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying. You're going to have some major competition. They'll have competition, but if if Peyton's back, yeah. I don't think you could just immediately elevate Knox over well, I'm Peyton. Not, he's I'm not immediately. To... I'm just saying he's the best opportunity. Yeah, sure. Who do you like the most in this class? I, I I'm a little bit biased here. Is there somebody from Ackerman? No, I was going to say it's, <laughs> it's the guy that I've talked to the most, and you already mentioned him. I've talked to Sawyer three or four different times okay. over the course of the last year, and just a guy that's got a good head on his shoulders, mm-hmm. and you can see. Obviously, you you watch his film and and you see his rating. You know that physically he can do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk to him, he's just an impressive kid. Yeah. And 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 so I, I don't. I, you, you never say never when it comes to sports, but it's really tough for me to envision that kid being a bust. It really is. Um, just mature, and he's a dude too. That there was zero drama. I mean, from day one, you talk to that it really kid. Really was, yeah. He he uh. He was committed, and I can remember talking to him, and his, uh, I'd always ask him, you know, who else is, you know, in communication with you, and, you know, Texas, USC, whatever. But it was always, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it was always, but I'm going to state. <laughs> like, it was, th- there was never that I picked up any chance of him going anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, if anything could ever lure the kid away, it would be like if he just goes off during baseball season or something. And Yeah, that would be the I mean, because he's a baseball guy. Yeah. Um, but I, I think he's going to end up at Mississippi State as the quarterback one day soon, and I don't think he's going to be a bust. He's going to be He's going to be pretty darn good. I, I feel confident in saying that. Yeah. The guy I think I like the most is Albert Reese, the big offensive lineman. I do mean big out of Clearwater, but he's actually from Canada. First off, I like that that he's Canadian, probably a big Bret Hart fan. Yeah. So, uh, six foot seven, two ninety five, just a monstrous human being. He's do you think huge. that? Do you think when it comes to offensive line technique, he's the excellence in execution? Up there? I, I believe I mean, so. I believe he has the possibility when it comes to Mississippi State of being the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Uh, <laughs> a real anvil of a young man, if you will. Uh, it's just a big kid, you know, and I, and you you see you see Cannon Boone being moved inside. Nick Jones probably going to move inside. Carson Williams probably going to move inside. Gabe Cavazos could maybe stay as a tackle, but probably going to move inside. This kid's a tackle, six foot seven. He's he's a tackle. He's a left tackle probably. So now you've got your guy that you know as Charles Cross continues to improve. Then yeah, you, you, this is a guy who I think is going to make a big thing. Plus, we got to get we got to get this is off topic here for a second. We got to get Cavazos and uh, Antonio Harmon. Mm-hmm. We got to get those two guys together to go to Mike Leach's office and teach him to pronounce Lake Cormorant and Kosciuszko. Okay. How do you pronounce how, how did he pronounce them today? Uh, Cormorant, I think Leach went. He Comorant? said something like 
Camort or something like Camort. that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was off. Yeah. And Kosciuszko, he had to look off screen to, I guess, Brandon and say, how do you pronounce this? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we got to get him I was pretty impressed up. on air that I, I was able to get Rodriguez Roger, Thomas. I, you fall like Alabama. I wasn't quite sure, but I got it right. Um, anybody in this class that, that you want to talk about that we haven't mentioned yet? Anybody that you're just like, okay, I could see them making a contract. Simeon Price is an interesting guy because – more of a receiver in high school, was committed to South Carolina as a receiver. Now MSU takes him in, and he's going to be the running back. He basically took Jarquez Hunter's spot, the kid from Neshoba Central, yeah. who said he wanted to wait until February. And in very tip, Mike Leach has made it pretty clear that get in the boat or get out of the boat. Yeah. But we're, we're not, we're not going to drag you along. I'll tell you a guy that I'm kind of intrigued to see what he can do because he's a guy that I don't know that we've talked about a ton since the day he committed. Corey Ellington. Okay. And that's not to say that he's not good or anything. We just we talk about other guys all the time. When's the last time anybody mentioned Corey Ellington? I mean, he's going to be in that defensive backfield, so he's going to have an opportunity to he's play He's going to have an opportunity. That's yeah. exactly right. He's going to have an opportunity. Another guy that from day one, he committed, and you didn't hear anything else out of him. No, you didn't. And look, I, I get it. Kid, I'm not hating on kids that, that play the whole drama thing and, and, and want attention. And I mean, some kids, it's their their big opportunity in life to have some eyes on them kind of thing. I'm not hating on a, on a kid for that. But I I guess doing this for a living a little bit, and, and I, I just kind of appreciate the ones that commit somewhere and just kind of go about their business and play yeah. their high school season and sign well, they, they come they, and they, they sign. They buy into the idea of commitment. Well, and, and some of this, too, look, I, I understand some of it, too, is some guys just have more options than others and more attention than others. You know, Corey Ellington – what if you know LSU, Georgia, yeah. Ole Miss, and everybody yeah, in the world right. offered him? Maybe it's a different story. I don't know. But um, bottom line, he committed to Mississippi State. You didn't hear anything else out of him, and then he puts his name on the dotted line today. And mm-hmm. oh, by the way, Mississippi State wouldn't be after him if he wasn't a talented dude. So, no, you're right. You're and, right. and like you said, the thing that makes me, I, I'm going to be interested to follow his career because he kind of silently was in this class, and now, given where he plays, he's going to have an opportunity. He has an opportunity, yeah, to come in. If he, if he can deliver on day one, I'll have a chance to play. One thing I, I feel about the Leach administration and the Arnett administration. The Leach administration. The Leach Arnett ticket. We haven't talked about his extension either, by the way. Arnett. We have not. We'll anyway. talk about that in a second. Uh, but I feel like they are definitely not bound by class uh, status. What I mean by that is senior or freshman, they don't care. Yeah. They'll play the guys. There's yeah. no. There's no, well, he can't pass block. Kind of excuses coming out of this group. Yeah, Mike was asked today something about the freshmen and who might play immediately, and Leach said something to the effect of, well, judging by what we've done this year, they might all play a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. He is not uh, wrong. All right, let's talk about that. Let's move yeah. on into that real quick. Oh, you got something else? No, I was just going to, I guess, wrap it up. I, you talk about this class, and I think that the major issue here is, look, I know you, Brian. You kind of think Margot Robbie's. Kind of hot, right? I do. If we're, if we're just honest here. If we're going to be totally honest, yeah. And a lot of people thought that this class, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if, you know, they're looking at it like, man, you could have had MJ, you could have had mm-hmm. could have had uh, Strong, you, you could have had Neighbors, at and then you would have had Margot Robbie. Yeah. And, and now, you know, you're looking at it, and you have someone that's not as cute. It's Marco Robbie, Brian. 
But cute's not the word I'd use to yeah, describe. I, her, I but, didn't think it was, but okay. But you can still end up if yeah. you get the guys are still on the table with like I don't know who's number two for you, Jennifer Aniston. I don't know what Maybe. you got. Yeah, she's up there. I mean, you can still end the up mo- with the mother of my handsome sons, Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. Yeah. I mean, you can still end up with a pretty doggone good-looking class. All right, all right. I see, and, and so I, see, I, I, see I, I think everyone it's today, a roundabout way to get there, but yeah. Well, I, I just think everyone today got just bombarded by the what could have been uh-huh. and forgot, oh, by the way, you know, this thing could still end up okay. Okay. I, I got and, you. And, and so anyway, I, 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 I think that some of the doom and gloom of earlier yeah. in the day, while it's, I get it, I don't know Anytime you have a signing day flip, it hurts. It doesn't matter per- who particularly, it is. Particularly. Who's the lotus rated guy in this class? Nick Jones, right? If Nick Jones had flipped, people would be like, what happened there? So it's, it's just how it is. Is that hat from that show, Yellowstone? It is. Okay. It is. I, I, I took a picture of it today because it just came in today. I didn't pay much for mm-hmm. it. It was like fifteen bucks. On this Logan Lowry. Well, I, that's who I sent the picture to. I, yeah. I took a picture of it, sent it to Logan, and uh, I said, uh, I, I, "I'm, I'm all question. in now." And on the show Yellowstone, for oh. those of you that don't watch, yeah. um, some the guys that work on the ranch, a lot of them, they are actually branded with the Y. Oh, and I told uh, yeah. Logan, I was like, "You might as well brand me now. I'm, I'm all in." So, but anyway, Logan right. sent back a picture of his own. He has a similar hat. Okay, I was about to say, that guy, if there's a hat, he owns it. So, yep. All right, let's move on into what Joel had brought up momentarily. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. This holiday season, have a meaty Christmas. Call Welcome Home Beef today. Get yourself some steak on the table this holiday season. A whole prime rib, a whole beef tenderloin. That's what you want to put out for your Christmas Day spread. So call them today and do that. Also... For dessert, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, a bourbon chocolate pecan pie? What? I'm afraid Welcome Home Beef is going to have to come off of a sample of that one for us to continue to to, uh, do that. Now, Joel won't want any, so I'll eat two pieces. That's how I, we'll I was going to say you may not should have admitted that, and I would pretend as though no, I no, would no. so that I could take Joel it and give to you. Joel will simply look at it while I eat it. I'd like a scoop of vanilla ice cream if we can make that happen. But I also, if if you're not, just tell me. I'll bring a canister of whipped cream. It won't be a problem. I keep one in the fridge at all times. <laughs> so, your holiday spread could be taken care of by Welcome Home Beef. Call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. This holiday season, have a self a meaty little Christmas. And no thing, one thing's for sure. It just tastes good. You like that tagline? <laughs> That's good. I like that. All right. Uh, Zach Arnett, we don't know the the years, and we don't know the money. We just know that it's done. He and Tyson Brown have been locked up for an extension. The biggest signing of the week. Well, I actually got a – I reached out to a source at Mississippi State. Well, it's a source. And I said, hey – because, you know, our friend Steve Robertson had it first. I was like, can you – in the media world, whoever gets it first – that sets off a firestorm of tweets. Trying to confirm. And you all say, can you confirm it? And we all come back and we're like, all right, this guy had it first, but here's what we know. So he, the guy says, yes. And you I need to do that it. in the event. Although, I mean, generally on Somebody this Somebody might it, have it wrong. Yes. It, it is possible someone could be way yeah. off base. It's not, it's not possible for 10 of us to be off base. Yes. So anyway, I say, so I, he says, the, the source says back to me, yes, it's, you, can, yeah, you can report that. Great. And he's like, most important recruit of the year, right? And all I said was, thanks for listening. <laughs> because that's ah. what we've been saying. That's the five-star state could not let get away with Zach Because Arnett. he's proven that regardless of what you hand him, yeah. he, he's going he's gonna to get 
get, get you in the game. I'm tempted uh, to hand him some chicken crap and just see what happens. <laughs> like, well, go ahead. Comes back later. It's the most delicious chicken salad you ever ate. Uh, now. Hand you some lemons, too, and you'll have something to drink. Uh, that's right. Now. As we learned today, until the ink is dry, until I, when I see Zach Arnett coaching players in spring training, I'll assume that he's still here. Because <laughs> you just don't ever know. Yeah, I mean, if, if somebody wants him bad enough, yeah, I'm sure it, it can happen. happen. But at least the, 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 the measures have been taken to, to keep Zach Arnett, and that is a huge piece to Mississippi State's success going forward, is keeping this guy. This is a guy who took a lot of spare parts and turned them into a very – quality defense as he continues to add talent to that I can't help but think that you're gonna you know maybe a couple years down the road I'm gonna see a defense again similar to the 2018 defense that's gonna have a lot of playmakers at different positions and some a lot of potential NFL guys and Arnett I mean you heard Errol Thompson Errol Thompson's the guy who's played for four different defensive coordinators now you knew he wasn't gonna say Peter Sermon was the best one but Todd Grantham Bob Shoup Good quality coaches. Is there he, any chance that Sermon is above any of the others? In the the list of defensive coordinators that Errol Thompson has played for, Peter Sermon is not even rated. Right? <laughs> it's like he's only he's played for three defensive coordinators and this scrub. Now he had a great chin. Don't get me wrong. Because I think good looking I, guy could have been a Hollywood actor. <laughs> I can't believe we're going down this road. I, I, I think I remember Richie Brown telling us that Sermon was his best defensive coordinator, or something to that effect. Favorite, maybe. Which I guess maybe is. Well, in fairness, just, Brown was a senior. So when were you? When were you talking to him? Uh, this was recently. No, his, his senior year. Okay, well, what are you going to say? The guy's sitting right there. That's true. It's true. And I mean, yeah. Was with Errol, the results sort of bear everything out. <laughs> Richie Brown is just trying to play nice. Though. He's playing political. I'm pretty sure if we go back, and t- if we could ask Richie Brown right now, you can put the truth ceremony. Yeah, put the yeah. Richie Brown's a nice guy. I don't Great know guy. Yet. Blocked on Twitter though. Are you really? Yeah. I don't know if I knew that one. Did you not? Yeah. What'd you do? Me. How did you get blocked right. by Richie Brown? If Richie's listening, I, I, I don't. I, I'm. I, you know, I'm not gonna apologize for what I said. It was true. <laughs> but I, they were playing was the LSU 16 game, 2016 down in Baton Rouge. And I tweeted, he got basically run over by Fournette. I said, Fournette shook Richie Brown off like I'd shake off my five-year-old. He had no chance. And I, didn't, I did not know I was blocked. I didn't follow Richie Brown. And then a, few, a couple of years later, or I guess a few couple, I guess about a year later, uh, he got, didn't get drafted. He got picked up by, on a free agent contract. And so Steve Robertson quote tweeted him, and it said, "You cannot view this." And I clicked on it, and said, "You are blocked by this person." I was like, "Well, who is this person?" So I switched over to at the time Bulldog Sports Radio. It was Richie Brown. It's like, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> <laughs> and so then I immediately did the search. I was like, "What did I ever say?" And it, I had never tweeted at him. And then I was like, "I must have." So I just mentioned him. So he pulled like a Hugh Freeze, basically, he was just searching his name and found that I had said that. So. Or maybe someone retweeted maybe, you. Maybe, or yeah, something along it. those lines. So, anyway. Didn't mean to anyway, hurt his feelings. You know? If you're a Thunder and Lightning fan, Richie, unblock Brian. Yeah. Please. And uh, I hope you're doing well, by the way. I, I, <laughs> in my dealings with him, he's always a really nice guy. I like Richie Brown. I don't block me on Twitter. I don't care. I don't follow you. <laughs> so, um, Zach Arnett. Zach Arnett. I was like, where were we? <laughs> 
So Zach Arnett, that's a good thing for Mississippi and, State. And, you know, Tyson Brown, strength coach, it's not a guy that you really – I mean, we don't really get to see him in action. All I can say is what we've heard and seen, and heard and seen only good things. Yeah. Uh, that hasn't always been the case for every strength coach that's ever been around. Yeah, agreed. Um, so uh, apparently he is a big piece of what Mike Leach likes to do. He's been with him since 2014 and, uh, you know – was strength coach for a bunch of good Washington State teams. And uh, so, yeah, a, a guy that apparently is highly thought of. And as I said, guys seem to love him. I don't think you can underestimate necessarily that one either. So, um, But obviously, Zach Carnett doing what he's done with the defense is the headliner. And it's what everybody's had on their mind since this defense started overachieving mm-hmm. is he's going to be on the first train out of Starkville and – by him, I guess, agreeing to an extension for the year's even over. Well, he apparently is A-OK with being here, and obviously State wants him here. So I agree. All right, let's talk basketball before we get out of here. Joel was at the hump tonight. I did not make it out there. Uh, but Mississippi State gets its uh, fourth win of the season. 79. You remember, you Gosh, I was at the game, and here I I, I, <laughs> I I wrote it a couple of times. Was it 78-63? Is that right? Well, yeah, sometimes we're good at our job, Joel. Well, this I just wrote it three or four not, times. This is not you know, one in of those stories times. you would think I'd remember. Eighty-one sixty-five is the final oh, score. Gosh. Eighty-one sixty-five uh, from the hump over Central Arkansas. Uh, sort of a similar game to the Jackson State game. State did not get off to a great start in the first half, but really put it away uh, in the second half. Uh, Jalen Johnson did indeed get the start, and he made most the most of it. Uh, Fifteen points for him. State thirteen of nineteen off the line. Not great. But much better. Jalen Johnson was 100%. He was 6 of 6 off the line. Who, who was the bad one then? Molinar 2 of 4, Smith 2 Javian of 4. and Davis was like 3 of 4 tonight. He Javian really was 3 of 4. <laughs> he, he must have got, got so, his shots in last week. So not week bad. So. Uh, four Bulldogs in double figures led by DJ Stewart. I almost said Barry. <laughs> DJ Stewart with 17. Uh, Johnson had 15. Molinar with 14. Uh, and Tolu Smith with double-double, 10 points, 10 rebounds. Javian Davis. Just missed a double-double, nine points and eight rebounds of his own. State plus eight in rebounding. Uh, They shoot 48% for the game. Uh, They shoot 48% from behind the arc. That's pretty impressive for for a team that's not a great three-point shooting. But a lot of that is Jalen Johnson. He's three of five uh, from back there. Molinar was two for four. Just a pretty solid performance. And and, and what you're seeing – I've seen some things on social media. It's really divided right now. I feel like there's a lot of people like, this team is terrible. And then there's some that are like, they're not that bad. Where do you fall? Are well, you in the middle, or where are you? Well, you know where I fall, because I told you the other day, okay. even at 3-3, three and three, I thought they were better than I thought they were going to be. Okay. And so now they've won another game, and I think they're an even better team, personally, when Jalen... Because I, I, I told you this a couple weeks ago, that Jalen Johnson was the centerpiece of one of my questions about this team. Why, why aren't they starting him? And, He'll be starting going forward. And now they are. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Ben Hallen said on uh, Wednesday night, he makes me look stupid for not starting him the first six. And coming off the bench, Cam Matthews is pretty good. Yeah. Five points, a couple rebounds, a couple of assists. They both look more comfortable, I think. I agree. Because uh, Johnson coming into tonight, everybody's like, oh, his first first start or whatever. Yeah, it's his first Mississippi State start. He Plenty started 77 also. career games. Yeah. For, this is the role that he's used to. Yeah. And, and so he steps in there and, and does an excellent job. And like you said, a freshman, Cam Matthews, that probably – Make no mistake about it. You come in as a freshman, and now you're starting in the SEC. You're going to feel some pressure. And uh, he, he wasn't contributing much offensively. Um, he just – everybody looked more comfortable. Everybody looked 
uh, like they were where they were supposed to be. And, and Johnson, when he's out there, Howland talked about this, um, totally talked about this too after the game, mm-hmm. with the ability to have more scores on the floor, it spreads everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, State can be a, a better offensive club uh, with Jalen Johnson starting. And, and and then, too, you know, Cam Matthews down the stretch, you, you hear about instant offense a lot, guys coming off the bench. I mean, he's a really good defender. Sometimes yeah. you can have a guy that's instant defense, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so if that's the way you have to go it's, and that's what makes your team better, then have at it. And, and on, on Wednesday night, State just looked better with Jalen Johnson at, you know, starting at the three. Only one more non-conference game for the Bulldogs. That's against Mississippi Valley State, December 21st. It's a Monday. Uh, and then they jump into conference play after Christmas on December 30th. That's in Athens, Georgia. First home game uh, for conference play January 2nd, Saturday. Big Blue. Big Blue Nation comes to town. Well, I guess not much of the nation, <laughs> but the players, the Kentucky players will be here and, jo- and Coach Cal. Uh, uh, man, I just realized something I'm going to miss. So when you go to basketball, you know, football, you go to just your own coach's press conference. Yeah. Basketball, you get them both. I love a Coach Cal press conference. I feel like I learn stuff. His demeanor is just fantastic. State, uh, state. The SEC has a lot of of basketball coaches I enjoy that are worth listening to. Like Bruce Pearl, I've always enjoyed Bruce his. Pearl. his press he gave me a good question last year. Uh, I like hearing talking to Rick Barnes, Frank Martin. Uh, Kermit's a good guy to talk to. He, yeah, he really is. Yeah, the basketball coaches in this, in this league, for the most part, are, are worth talking to. But Calipari is top of the list. I mean, you you really you understand why he is such a all the other stuff aside, you understand why he's such a fantastic recruiter. He really even when he's talking to you, you feel like he's talking to you, and that's something you know you don't get from a lot of coaches. Some coaches you feel like they're just they're just talking. Yeah, you feel like if you ask John Calipari a question, he's answering your question. He's not just talking to the room. So I'm gonna miss that because we won't we won't get to do that. I said maybe they'll maybe they'll hook in the Zoom. You know, maybe we'll talk to him on Zoom. That's, That's possible. What I'm, what I'm saying. It's still. Not we're not same, doing it during non-conference play. It's not the same gravitas. Because, though, quite yeah. frankly, you know, what's the point? I don't want to talk. To I don't want to talk. Uh, no offense, to Central Arkansas. I don't. I would need actually coach like to, to have talked to the coach at Central Arkansas. I'd be like, Coach Boone, when you faked a knee injury against Mississippi State so that Michael White could shoot those free throws, and Jack Crystal called it a miraculous recovery when you came back on the floor immediately after the free throws. What did you think of that? I want to talk to him about that. Other than that, though, you're right. I don't really care about the, the other opposing coaches, but the SEC coaches I enjoy talking to. So, what? Because I got a long memory. I see. You hold grudges, man. It's the only way to go. You got to do it sometimes. Tomorrow's show. Uh, well, tomorrow is Thursday. We got to preview Mississippi State versus Missouri. Oh yeah, there's a football game this. Yeah, and I'll put up my interview uh, with Peter Ball from the Athletic as well uh, on Friday. So we'll have that for you then. Uh, yeah, football game this weekend. We have not even really talked about it yet. That's how much news has been happening. Well, it, it seems on. so weird to have signing day and then, oh, yeah, you have a regular season football game three days later. I talked to, for the, the MSU tailgate show, which don't forget that's available, or uh, well, not available, but it'll be air uh, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday on WKBB 100.9 FM here in Starkville. Uh, but I talked to Coach Matt Brock, and I was just like, how difficult is that balance right now? Because it's, it's all about that balance. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Normally, you're putting the finishing touches on a signing class. That's the only thing you're, you're focused on. You're doing game prep and still recruiting. And he yeah, talked he, he talked in great detail. So if you want to catch that interview, it'll be available uh, on WKBB. Uh, you can listen online as well, uh, and you can hear that on Saturday. All right. For Joel T. Coleman. Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Super Talk Mississippi media production.